Hi, this is Carrie. And this is Kathy. And welcome to Naturally. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. I messed it up. No, you didn't. It was beautiful. Okay, sorry. You know what else is beautiful? What? Birds. It's a great intro to our episode today, which is about about birds. birds. So, because I mean, it's appropriate. It's May, and for those that don't know, something very special is happening in May. Mm-hmm. World Migratory Bird Day is coming up, so this is good good timing for that. Yeah, and we're gonna release this one on May fifth. What day yeah. is Migratory Bird Bird Day? May thirteenth. So you have a week to prepare. Yeah. Nice. So you can go out and see as many birds as you want to. Which, granted, like, it's not like birds are on a schedule where they're just like, well, we have to make the trip on May 13th or else we're going to lose our flight. Like, they're going right now. But, yeah. Anyway. So, our moment today, okay, our focus is going to be that the birds of Arkansas fly us to new worlds if we let them. Okay. I like it. Right? Because, again, World Migratory Bird Day. Well, how's, how's, like, what's the farthest place you've traveled to? Me? Yeah. I went to Washington one time. How far? How far away is Washington? How many hours, I guess? Maybe that's, oh, like... Oh, I don't know. I flew. You flew? Okay. But, like, I guess we, like, went into Canada, but it was on the the West Coast. Oh. That's cool. So, yeah. I would say, I... You've been to a lot of places. Yeah, I would say, did, like, the Belgian... But all that to say this is like nowhere in our lifetime, the distance that we travel, nothing can compare to birds. Because every time this year, like we already said, migratory bird day, May 13th, that during the month of May, we have hundreds and hundreds of different species of birds that are traveling up from their winter homes in Mexico and countries in South America. And they're traveling tens of thousands of miles to move up north for their summer homes, I guess you could say. I wish I had a summer home. I do too. I say living the life. Living the life. And a lot of birds. So that's just like crazy to me that you have a bird that you might see someone else has seen that speaks maybe a completely different language than you, has a completely different culture. And then at least for like that brief moment in time, your worlds connect. Yeah. Because of that bird that has flown. Did you know? That distance. The people, we didn't used to always know that birds were migratory. Yeah. We, like, as a people, they, before that was the discovery, people thought that birds just disappeared. Oh, like plants. Yeah, like they just disappeared for a time. Or they would change into a different kind of bird that was there. Whoa. Yeah, so this which, is, this which, is like mean, a long time fair, ago. To be this fair, they're, they're like looking like, you know, because foxes and things like that change their fur color. Yeah. So it's not like a complete stretch, No, I suppose. I watched this TikTok the other day, and I don't know if this is true or not. It was just on TikTok. But the, the discovery was initially made because there was a, like a migratory, that we now know as a migratory bird, that was like a some kind of heron oh. and it landed so it was flying over an African country uh-huh. and they shot an arrow into it made of wood that you would only find in Africa and then 
it went to Europe. And the people in Europe were like, this is not from here. Uh-huh. And they figured out that this bird had flown from this country in Africa to Europe. And then, you know, it had literally traveled all that way with an arrow sticking through its body. Someone shot it once it got to Europe, which is kind of a tragedy. Oh, that it went all that way. But oh. they did discover at that point that birds were literally flying thousands of miles mm-hmm. and were migrating. They weren't just like disappearing and then coming back later. So it was really a big discovery. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what year this happened in, but it is very interesting to know. Like we didn't always know that that, that was a birds thing. were migrating literally across the globe. Man, what a cool discovery that was on that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So. You'll have to Google it sometime. Well, yeah, so I'm going to look it up. Like, I'll probably look it up after this. But and it's such an exciting time to see the connections because now they make it so much easier with, like, mapping mm-hmm. bird movements. Oh, yeah. Because uh, come a long way since yeah. there. We've come a long way since shooting them with an arrow. Yeah. Now you can just log on to your phone and say, oh, I saw this bird here, and then good old Huckleberry Finn from Canada also saw <laughs> this bird. Did Huckleberry Finn take place in Canada? No, I couldn't <laughs> think of another name. I was like, I'm pretty sure that took place in the I couldn't South, think of another it? name. I was like, I didn't want to just say some random Huckle, he, he came down here. Good old Huckle. Huckle's cousin. Yeah. Oh my anyway, goodness. I'm sorry for this really <laughs> off track. But yeah, so right now you have so many connections between worlds that there's a lot of different species that are going to be coming through Arkansas because we have what's called the Mississippi Flyway. Yeah. Which it's called that because it follows the Mississippi River because birds are kind of like people, which, you know, now we have ways of getting water elsewhere so we can stretch out a bit. But back in the day when we didn't have that, people concentrated around water because all living things need water. So they follow kind of that path. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like my favorite one, like the Mississippi kite is one of them. Oh yeah. They they come during the summertime. They do. They do. And if you're looking for like a cool place to see those, we saw a lot of those at Village Creek State Park. Oh, I saw them at Petty Jean all the time too. And they're very, they have a very distinct sound. So once you hear it, you're like, oh, that's a, there's a kite. I'd say that's absolutely beautiful. So anywhere you go now, it's a wonderful time to get out and explore birds and where they came from. And that brings us to point number two, is that new adventures are awaiting for you when you let your path follow the birds. So birding, which I'm a very beginning birder, I'm kind of to the stage of birding where I'm like, heck yeah, this is cool. You know, I've sparked your interest. I've sparked my interest. Like, do I know every single bird that's out there? No. But maybe one day, and that's a good goal. Yeah. But maybe I do. Not, but maybe maybe quite a bit of them. <laughs> you know, every well, bird in the world. Okay, well, wow. okay, Arkansas. Arkansas. There's 424, Man, right? The, in Arkansas? Yeah, there's a guy. Something along those lines. Um, that he's in charge. I think it's the Audubon Society chapter for the River Valley. And he may be in charge of the state. And I forget his name right now. BT would know his name. But he is his doctorate in ornithology, which is the study of birds. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, he is so freaking smart. He knows a bird makes one chirp and he knows what he it, is. Knows it is. He doesn't even have to see it. Man. He just knows it. Yeah, he's super smart. Man, I'll have to remember That's his name sometime. Yeah. That's what I want for You my should life. join the Audubon Society. I should. Ooh. 
we usually end with the call of action, but that may be the call of action to myself is just yeah, to join the Audubon Society. After I don't know this. If you That's a fantastic about it idea. Not, so. Yeah, no, that is a fantastic idea. Yeah. Um, but yes, when we kind of follow birds, birding is free. Like a lot of times, people have binoculars and scopes and things like that, but this you don't really need that. Um, there's a bird right there. There's it's a great little heron. Oh, nice showing off today. Birding while talking about birding. Birding while talking about birding. That sometimes, you know, you just stumble across things and they're fun surprises and sometimes you go hunting for them. So that's why birding is so fun is that you can maybe open up to places, to new places as you are in like the birding hunt with getting your life list. Yeah. So for example, like Mount Magazine uh, we're passing Raven Den right now, and we're and there's a huge a, old raven. A statue of a raven. Ravens don't live in Arkansas, but you could see a raven you in Raven Den. You can see a raven in Raven Den and add that to your life list. Um, there's no missing it. It's there. Oh, my gosh. But, yes, in Mount Magazine. They have, like, the, the Rufus. The yep. Rufus Sparrow. That's unique there. You can only see it there. You can only see it there. And then there's another one that's now on my list that um, Trumpeter Swans over in Heber Springs area. Did you not see him the other day? No. I would say, I didn't get a chance to get over there. Oh, dang. I mean, I was in Heber Springs, but I didn't get a chance to go to I think it's like, I wrote it down. Yeah, Magnus Lake. Cool. Approximately 200 swans. <gasps> 200? Yeah. When? I would say, uh, I feel like this is more of like a, I feel like it's a winter thing. Oh, we need to go. I feel like it's more of a we winter We need to thing. go see this. Yeah, because they're traveling south. Like, Heber Springs is the most southern portion okay. of the range. Okay. And so that means it's winter because birds travel south for winter. Winter. Yeah. So there's just so many different places that can open up as you are following those birds. Mm-hmm. And the birds of Arkansas fly us to New World sometimes at different places. So when you out travel. But they can also travel you to new places just in your own backyard but if you as you start paying attention to birds a world that you think you know can open up a little bit further nice and this kind of brings us to like why we're doing this episode sorry carrie corrected me with the mic here um i was holding it the wrong way i hope we got good audio <laughs> we're gonna find out so i think it'll be fine yeah um I mean, it's World Migratory Bird Day coming up, but also the reason we're doing this episode, Kara, is like, do a birding episode because I was just driving along, going to Heber mm-hmm. with the goal of getting some native plants. And it's kind of, you know, it's not, it's a two hour long drive. So yeah. it's just enough that you kind of start tuning out a little bit and going like into that autopilot mode. Yeah, I agree. Right? Where like you get there and you're just like, dang. Tired. I could have just <laughs> rolled over and I wouldn't have even realized it until I did it. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden I see like these little spots of red along the highway. And they're red-winged blackbirds. Which are not like an uncommon bird by any means. But they do frequent kind of the side of highways. And then I, I noticed that big old red shoulder... I also noticed all the wildflowers that are out right now. And I think I saw like, man, like 10 different types of wildflowers. Nice. Out and about. Like the, the 
pink as you slowed down. Because I slowed down because it kind of brought my attention to something I probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah. So what's your favorite bird? Well, that's I texted you, right? And I said, you know what? Yeah, but they don't know you texted Okay, me. okay. Well, I texted Carrie. And I said, Carrie, I think I finally decided on my favorite bird. And, I mean, for the moment. It changes. So, that's the thing about me and Kathy, though, is that we're constantly like, what's your favorite bird? What's your favorite worm? <laughs> what's your favorite snake? <laughs> what's your favorite tree? Like, we're just constantly asking each other these things. Yep. And we're like... And it's almost like a status check to see... Like, do you know uh-huh. what kind of trees are in the world? I don't know. <laughs> like, we're kind of challenging Well, I feel like it's other. just updating on, on kind of, yeah, what we've seen recently. And yeah. And it's also, like, it's challenging us both, I think. Because I challenge Kathy in this way, and she challenges me in this way. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's your favorite, but why? Mm-hmm. And so asking the why afterwards causes us to pause and ponder yeah. more about the things we've experienced and how they affect us. Which is, that's just what we love to do. So, yeah. 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 So, the red-winged blackbird is my current favorite for that moment because I was like, man... These little guys are making me pay attention to how beautiful this world is and this drive that for otherwise would have been probably mundane. And Mm -hmm. for a lot of people like, you know, that were on the road with me, getting to where they need to go was probably mundane, but it wasn't. It became a very, very special. Oh my goodness. What's that? Oh my goodness. What's that? Oh my goodness. What's that? Because there were so many red winged blackbirds that. The, the, the red was like a big old stop sign that said, hey, stop, look. That's sweet. It's beautiful out here. You know who else their favorite bird is? I know someone else whose favorite bird is a red-winged blackbird that you know. Okay. Yes. <sighs> oh, snap. Can you give me like a first letter? W. W. Whitney? No. Will Ward? Yes. Oh, Will. Shout out to Will if you listen to this podcast. We are Red Winged Blackbird buddies. Oh, snap. I'm going to make him a t-shirt. I'm going to make him a shirt. Don't don't listen to this, Will. It's going to be a surprise. I love that. I love that. I used to also ask Will what his favorite things are. It could be like a, uh, I can make a shirt that says. um, Red Winged Blackbird buddies. Well, it could be like a, you know, like the, oh, snap. What's that? one song where it's like the rap song oh, man I'm gonna show like how how old and just like not hip I am where it's like off the shoulder no, hold on hold on I don't even know what you're talking about I don't about. even know anymore either I'm just gonna be looking up rap songs with shoulder on rap it give me a second that says shoulder in the meantime what's your favorite bird okay so my favorite bird is um dirt off your shoulder daisy all right, that's not my favorite bird, but yeah, I'm just kidding. I was trying to make a joke. You seemed sad. Well, no, no, it brought up a whole entire story that my my dad told me the other day that my aunt got attacked by a blue jay once, and so my mom like hates blue jays. Yeah, blue jays are kind of just they're in the crow family. Jerks, they're kind of I would say they're they're. Um, I saw a blue jay chase a squirrel in my yard the other day. They're like snarky. they're just kind of mean. They're snarky. You know what perks to them. I don't like them. them for that attitude. I don't like them. I also don't like the squirrels either, so, like, they can chase the Well, Carrie, too bad this isn't a what I don't like episode. It's a what I do like episode. <laughs> Let me tell you what I do like episode. Okay, so, favorite so, bird. Favorite bird is a great blue heron. 
oh. for many reasons. One, the first time that I ever really took notice of Greek Herons was whenever I worked at the Gray Lake Resort State Park. Mm-hmm. It was my first interpreter training, and. Uh, I remember I had spent one day at DeGray. I really didn't know anything about it. And they were like, write a program about this place. And I was like, I don't know anything about this place. And so I learned that there is a nesting area of great blue herons on the lake. Wow. Um, and for my program, shout out to anyone who knows about it. If you're listening, this is a very niche group of people. Yep. So if you were at training for that time, I made a song about protecting great blue herons. (gasps) And you know, what's really funny is that everyone who went to that training remembers that song, but I can't remember. No, Carrie, I'm so disappointed now. I I was getting so excited. I can't remember That you were gonna, oh man, is it like in an old outline somewhere? I don't know. Can we call BT up right now and be like, BT, BT, what's the heron song? Oh wait, no, that was DeGray. That was DeGray. Who would have been at DeGray that would maybe know the song? No one's gonna know. No one Mick knows the song. I know he does. I'm gonna it's ask. A, it's to the tune of the. Okay, so it goes like, Great blue herons, I will protect you. Oh, I, it's something like it's something like that. That's it's really cute. So, so that's like my first fond memory of great blue herons. But I've also just lived in different places across Arkansas, and it's kind yeah. of one of those constants for me. I would say, because aquatic environments are very yeah, important to they're, you. they're kind of... You have special connections to waters. I do, and, like, the... They're just kind of a widespread animal, but mm-hmm. I have really fond memories of, number one, that program at DeGray that I gave, and then also of seeing them in different places like I saw them a lot of Petty Jean but you all we also saw them a lot of Village Creek and we still see them now like Charles and like it's just a fun time for me I, I love getting to reflect on those experiences and that the different phases of life I was in we almost just hit a uh, barn swallow but um, they're good flyers so we didn't we did not say and then also the the most recent like vivid memory I have of a great blue heron was whenever the lake, like in our like little section of the lake where I live right now, mm-hmm. um, it froze over this past winter. Yeah, and it's like a little inlet area, and there was a great blue heron that had its feet like spread out wide, and you could tell it kind of looked like a goofy cartoon character. Uh huh. And you could see that it was looking at fish underneath the water. And it kept poking its nose into the ice <laughs> to get fish. And I saw it catch a fish. Oh! I have a video of it on my phone. Oh, that's special. So it was really sweet. So I, I really like great blue herons. Like, even though it's something cool like, birds. like a red-winged blackbird that you see yeah. a lot of the time. And it's a common bird in Arkansas. It's something that you take notice of and it kind of yeah. opens up everything else that's going on around yeah, you. Yeah, it has some fond memories yeah. for me. I think there's a reason. Like, birds have whether you're a birder or not, birds can have such special connections. Cause I think there's a reason why like in all these different cultures and religions and things like that, where it's like, Oh, well the bird, the owl is a symbol for wisdom. The owl is a symbol for wisdom. The crow is a symbol or no, no, no. The raven. Intelligence. Intelligence or like, know. you know, darkness, like the Edward Allen Poe kind oh, of yeah, vibes. Yeah. And so I think that, for so many people, birds connect them to, like, worlds of the past and to their own stories, and, yeah. Um, I like that. So, 
I think connects another... us to people across the world and then our past mm -hmm. generations and then hopefully it connects us to our future generations because I want these birds to be here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, the computer did something weird. Um, I don't know, it starts writing out hey. It did, it was, it was talking to me. I was about to be really concerned. Whoa. I was like, Sometimes oh Sometimes you have no. to move the mouse to make sure oh, you stay alive. Oh, that's too funny. But yes, birds of Arkansas will fly us to new worlds when they let us. Um, I could say another story about a mockingbird, but I'll maybe save that for Oh, I forgot to say one of my favorite day. things about a great blue heron. Oh, what is it? They sound, they sound like a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. I love they, that. They do have a very, like, archaic, archaic vibe. Yeah, I like it. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and show this again. They're kind of creepy, since, since you're on the topic of, like, calls. So, another bird that recently I had a moment where I was like, wow, life is cool, um, was a mockingbird, which, again, not a rare bird. But, so, recently went down to Heber Springs. And Arkansas State in the Arkansas State Bird. There you go. Um, and went down to Heber Springs, and my dad and I were enjoying. They have a new trail system called the Sulphur Creek Trail System. Yeah, you posted about it. Which, it it's kind of like a few, in, in Missouri, where I come from, they have, like, the greenways, which are, you know, these paved trails that connect really, like, towns. throughout the whole entire city. Yeah. And then even to, to other towns. And, um absolutely beautiful but it does kind of go through there's a section that goes through just like normal city area so you're in the woods and then like boom you're on the road and there's like older buildings and it's kind of like eh, okay but then you go back into the woods again you're back and it's beautiful but my dad and I were walking and we ran into there was a mocking bird on a post and it started doing like the repertoire of calls and so I did like a car alarm and crickets and all these other things. And even that we just stood there right in the smack dab of town for like 20 minutes nice. watching this bird. So again, you can be in your own backyard. You can be out in the woods. You can be in a city and birds can connect you to some amazing moments and open up worlds. I like it. So I think our challenge for the day is to... Just go have a fun bird adventure for Migratory Bird Day. Enjoy this month of May as birds are traveling, as they're getting out. Because, again, there's going to be some that you may see that are unique for this time of year. Mm -hmm. Just go find an area and just sit, watch for a while, listen for a while. Well, and isn't State Park celebrating Migratory Bird Day? Yes, yeah, so you can go so you to differentevents.com slash events and see what parks area that some will be event. doing kind of water boat tours some will be doing hikes yeah some will maybe be doing on what you can do at home to help bird populations that there'll yeah. be a variety of things so That's just go out plan something for world migratory board may day. 13th may 13th and if you listen to this after may 13th Birds Again, the birds are, are still traveling. Always in Arkansas, there's always some sort of bird in Arkansas, and there's some birds that migrate through in the winter, mm -hmm. and there's some birds that migrate through in the summer. Yeah. So no matter what time of year you're going to get outside, you're gonna see you can something always special. see something that's mm -hmm. different. Because I think the the, the big two migrations are May and October, but that doesn't mean that the birds are just stopping in between. No, they're coming in and out. Mm -hmm. They're moving. They're moving. So yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm super excited to get to go birding. Yes. And with that, 
go fly away, my pretties, go fly. Carrie reminded me that for our podcast, Jill, we have to go to 24 minutes. Oh, there it is. Bye.